Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. What is up, family? I'm joined today with a very special guest, Big Flowers, lyricist, producer, visual artist, currently living in Buffalo, New York, who recently dropped an incredibly heartwarming record, Big Smile, this past March, with collaborations with some of the most talented and like-minded artists in the game, Elucid, Ade Hakim, Pink Saifu, and many, many more. So welcome to the show, brother. I'm really excited to have you. I want to get right into the the conception of Big Smile. So this record, for the most part, was spawned during the pandemic. So where has your mind been at this past year? I feel like it was probably a pretty formative year for many of us. Yeah, I mean, like, it's funny looking back because it's like, you see, like, I see the seeds of it, you know, like what was like there prior to like having the name Big Smile. Is that I mean, it was technically like, it was called Big Smile before the pandemic hit. And it was like something that I've been, planning on doing for a while um the seafood track was something september 2019 i think i was setting i said i was going to release it um like and it's funny because like i I said i was going to release that track as like a two song thing and like i had i was going to release it with the album art that I did for the one of the cassette editions for Big Smile. And like, I don't know, it was just like weird because it's like, damn, like this feels like yesterday. And then I seen one of the mock-ups for um, the cassette that I did. Like I'm, I, I planned on releasing it again, probably like, you know, mid 2020, something like that. And like I had a set li- or a, a set of songs like that was like you know on it. It was called Big Smile. I had it was that same album art. I, some differences, but like I looked at the track list because I printed out a mock cassette uh, cover for it, and then I printed out and I put it in a cassette with my old band's cassette like in it. And I found it the other day, and like my girl's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Don't worry about it." You know what I mean? I'm looking at the track list. And it's like. Oh damn! I, don't, I think maybe two of these songs ended up on the album. Oh really? Um, yeah, but it's like, as, and one of them was like a bonus track, right? But at the end of the day, like maybe maybe three, right? But like at the end of the day, it was just like 
there were so many tracks like that. Like there was like the on the album, but yeah. like um, video was effectively the last track, and that was also like you know this is just a testament to like things that the those tracks were like there before the album was done, um, or like a majority of the album was done. Um, like I don't know, like some of those songs I started writing in like 2017, 2018 on video. Um, and it's like, they're still not done. Like currently I'm working on something to like put together like a video 1080p, like just yeah. to stick with the metaphor of it, but yeah. just like um, to kind of give that it's deserved uh, function, right? Cause I did, put, I put I put a lot of time into those songs and, and, and it's like, it was fun. It was, there because i didn't have like a lot of production on the album i I only had like one song and i did want to have some sort of hand in that and it was kind of like a sneaky nobody's gonna listen to this way of doing so you know Mm -hmm. and um but yeah i mean 2020 was like a really strange year um like and master's program i was like just moved in with this girl that I was seeing and then in like two months COVID hits and then everything kind of starts to fall to shit and just it just took a while to fall all the way to shit right mm-hmm. and then the master's program like it just shit was working out weird right and what did you say so stepped away and uh I got a bachelor's in biology and I was going for science education Uh, masters yeah but like um yeah it was just like she was she was funky so i um stepped away and it was like the first time that i ever had like the ability to like dedicate 100 percent of the time to the art right so it's like late 2020 was a really heavy heavy formative and it's like it's funny because like speaking about the music and big smile you know what i mean um early 2020 i was just like there was songs that i knew like i had i had restock i had um live wire or vertebra um i had those songs together there was other songs that i had done at that point too uh big mile stepping was like a, a beat for uh, like a while actually no maybe i made that no i made that when i moved here but either way um i had a, like you know a shout out a lot, a lot of shadow work done on this fucking album and then but a m- majority of what i was doing when i was like the top of pandemic was graphic stuff like i was just in my room in my family's house and like i hadn't been there in a while and it was just in and like all I have three little sisters and everybody was home it was the first time it happened in like eight years, something like that, seven years, something. So it was just like, bro, it was it was nuts. It was like I don't even know how to put it into words in a way that would be contextual enough <laughs> to warrant that much time. You know what I mean? And like it was just crazy. And like I music was definitely one of those things where it was like I would just go on a walk and do some phone demo of like what I was feeling that moment right and like there was like I remember Lime Green was a song that I put up on SoundCloud which is just like it's gonna stay there it didn't really like mean enough to me 
that I felt like resurrecting it or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's just there, right? Like, I'm not going to make it better, right? Like, there are other songs which I'm definitely going to like. I think that's something that I, I definitely want to do a lot where it's like, this is what I had the means to make at this time. You know what I mean? If I spent my time differently, I would have had different means, but that's not the case. And it's like, mm-hmm. as I as my means increase, you know, I'll fucking do the things, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it was just like those, music wasn't like a huge part of what I was doing when I was not in Buffalo. And like, like anything that entered our parents' house, like they they steamed it down. Oh shit! So like for COVID to, and stuff. To remove the COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. damn man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. But like, once I got to Buffalo and that kind of the thing with the master's program was transpiring, it was just like fuck it. it took me a couple of weeks, but then I was just like, I got all these tools all this time let's do something a little more grand with it. So I kind of like started reworking the album. Um, I had like a fucking cash, cache, however you say it, of beats, mm-hmm. just like from trades. You, like I, I would just do art for people and be like, yeah, what you got, man? You know what I mean? Like the budget wasn't crazy. I, I, I respect myself enough to not like take $10 for a fucking project. Like when I was yeah. like more on the come up than I am now like just trying to get work you know what i mean like i'm i'm not gonna take ten dollars for a project because that's all you have yeah. um but like what what do you do you know what i mean maybe we can make something and it's like dude i remember oh my god he, my boy had no budget but like he said that he sold his beats for like six hundred dollars i was like well i'm not buying your beat for six hundred dollars you know what i mean <laughs> But like I'll trade you for it, you know. And he was yeah. like, "Yeah, I like your art. So I'll trade it for it." I was, at the time, I was charging like you know, tops fifty dollars for anything that I did. Like I was just like, if I did get work, I mean, bro, I say all that about like you know integrity. This that the thing yeah. I did shit for free all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Like all the time, I could like whatever. I just mm-hmm. like I was hungry, you know. Like I wanted to, um, and so. But what was I getting? more so just like i just traded a lot right and so i and that's like like i did i like i paid for the seafood feature but like a lot of the features on there you know what i mean like they're just like you know we were working together and it wasn't as much like you know um people approaching me i was doing a lot of networking you know what i mean just trying to like um understand this kind of deviance from pop culture yeah that's going on a little better you know what i mean because I, I i agree right like i'm not the biggest fan of like the, the the conformity the norm of how everything is like presented um and it was just like i remember the first time i heard standing on the corner i think that was like and that was the first time i heard mike on on that album right at the end mm-hmm. um and it was just like a door open to a lot of like you know things that i could like listen to and be like yo i get it you know what i mean like at the time like i remember making like a art for like low yachty and i was like i like it right like i don't, it's not that i don't like it but um i didn't know how really to explain how i felt about it but then i was working on an attic like a week ago and my friend jeff was like it's entertainment it's yeah. not relatable it's just entertainment 
And there's, yeah. I was like, that is the best way that I've ever heard that described, right? Like it's simple. It makes sense. Um, it's just fucking entertainment. Like there's nothing much more to it. Like, I, I, and there, there, there are times, right? Like I know future is like really good at this for just like weaving like this one fucking line that like breaks your heart. Oh yeah. And so just like, you know, just like keep it player anthem, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's great. I, I love it. But like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I just like, I, I remember hearing a lot of what was going on in New York and like where it extended to as like, just, it was just refreshing, you know? It was just really cool. And like, I want to like, and like, it was something where I, I had some sort of thing to offer. It was crude at the moment at the time. Now it's a little more refined, right? Being mm -hmm. the art, right? And because like the music was never the MO, right? It was just things that I accumulated over time because I did music and I was like, whatever, yeah, I'll do this. You know? So it wasn't like, your primary focus? It was the mainly the, yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, like, I remember just like you know i remember one big moment was when the alchemist followed me back in like 2019 and i was like what like i i'm like i'm not i'm just out here doing nothing barely i mean i, I was trying right but it mm -hmm. didn't really seem all that crazy like you you know what it is like you know your your best friends will barely push your shit your best oh, yeah. friends will barely say, you know what i mean yeah. and it's like you can't blame them right like mm -hmm. but for some reason it broke through right to some and it wasn't like this crazy thing where i had like you know what i mean like i'm still just like a dude right? like i don't fucking have really did like this social following nothing like that and i appreciate that i like that i prefer that right mm -hmm. um but it was just like this person that I don't know. I made no effort to contact, recognized something. And like, I don't know, dude is just cool. Like, it's not like we talk, he's just cool. But I remember that moment and just being like, word, I really need to keep doing this. Yeah, you know? no, that's a sign. So that was, right? And that was always the focus. So it was just like, music was just there you know what i mean and i liked it. it the lyricism helped me like filter out my thoughts and like uh have fun play another game you know what i mean being able to code your own take on the world and something that rhymes you know what i mean that yeah, and i think people you're... can i mean if you reduce your if you reduce your own personal experience down to something that someone might be able to relate to you know what i mean they're very like personal things wrapped up into very impersonal sentences that people can take and then apply to their own things. Right. It's, it's, it, it, and I don't mean to make, like make it a game. Right. But there's an element of orchestration at hand that can be played with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, like at any fucking level, you know what I mean? Because at, at, when you invite someone into a world, Easter eggs are fun. I remember, um, this one conversation. So I don't know if you're familiar with King Vision Ultra. Oh um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm becoming a quick, very quick lover of this guy's work. It's yeah, both visually was, and like the music too. Dude, it's just every fucking level this dude does it. You know, like, dude, I, I don't know. He's a really cool, approachable dude. Tell him I sent you that, you know, like he just won't talk. Yeah, I've, I've been talking to him a little bit, um, a little bit via DMs from time to time. He's such a, such a stand-up dude. 
He's uh yeah, he's so inspirational he's just the way he speaks too. He he has a really like honestly like I don't I'm not maybe he actually has tried like do this this guy has a way with words. Like I was like, "Yo, what if you ever rapped?" I thought I've thought of that a couple times on his Twitter like man, this dude like he says things so eloquently that captures such hard topics and he just kind of like you're just not ready for it. Like Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm working on something that he's involved with. And I'm going to try and make it happen. I'm just not pulling any triggers yet. Mm-hmm. Because I got I got him as a feature on Big Smile because, it, like, I knew he wasn't going to rap for me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, like, I'm going to just, like, take a conversation and put it over on me. Yeah. Because I feel, no, dude, say, like, same thing. Like, I remember talking to him and talking to Willie Green for whatever amount of time that I did, right? It was, like, such a powerful thing. And, like... KVU is just like really, really sick. I remember I pulled up to his crib and we were just like going at it. And that's when I, like the first time I met him, that was when I recorded that conversation we were having through Mr. FaceTime, right? And it was like, bro, like, I don't know. His his perception on everything is so sculpted from experience that also seems relatable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just very, very cool. And and But what I'm getting at is there was, I was lucky enough to be able to catch one of these, um, like it was like a it I, I he kind of presented it as like a lecture session I, I don't think he knew what to call it it was mm-hmm. more so just like a conversation like he had an agenda there was like you know things that we watched things that we read um and discussed but it was like it was really just like a long discussion about how sampling came to be and where it's going you know and i remember he spoke about world building this one time and it's just like this fantastic concept that I've been kind of like enamored with since and it's just like using every tool you have at hand to enhance the world right and it's like even though some people may not get it the people that are looking and that might get it you know what I mean like you at that level I feel like you play like a game like I'm not like like I don't know like there are just certain little bars that are just like if you get it it's fun you know what I mean so but if not it still adds up to something you know yeah, and I think what's fun, really interesting about Big Smile is that you you mentioned world building. That was what actually struck me very much so about Big Smile because people throw that term around, I feel, these days. You know, I'm like, I'm all into world building. My music is this, like, thing. But you actually, I think, really achieved that with Big Smile because, like, the every musical decision, the blend of different sounds, and it's a very varied kind of tapestry of music. I think it it gave me this like it gave me this feeling like it was like a warm hug if that makes sense yeah and i think there's something unique particular in how you did it because unlike other albums where i could say something similar you know it's so warm it's so inviting is that often albums do one or maybe two things like it's a really sad album it's all about exploring that but what i found interesting with big smile is that it's brilliant how you put kind of like the full spectrum of mm. what life's experiences emotions can give you there's mm. like moments of beautiful bliss like the intro there's moments of like confusion sadness uh and it just it kind of made me feel like you captured what life was and so my question is like do you was this very therapeutic for you to make yeah it oh felt like dude. It. I, I, the amount of times like 
the amount of time I like, pushed this record back is crazy. Like, I think I mentioned already, like, you know, like, it was supposed to come, come out as a two-song thing in 2019. That was the first iteration of it, right? Um, but, like, at a, certain, at a certain point, it became grand, right? And it became this thing that I was trying to approach, and I avoided releasing it kind of like I avoided going to Smash tournaments because it's like, bro, it's not good enough yet. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, bro, like, I, like I, I'd, be, I'd be watching... Um, like tournament play for esports, right? Like mainly just Smash, right? Because um, it's like I don't know, it's it's really competitive, right? And mm-hmm. like people are really fucking good at this game, and it's cool to watch and be able to like go do it at home, right? But it's like I know at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able to be one of these competitors, right? Unless I dedicate my whole life to it, which I'm not willing to do. You know what I mean? And it was like kind of the same song and dance with rap, right? It was like. I know that I can rap, but everyone can rap. You know what I mean? I like anyone can fucking rap. And mm-hmm. it's just like, whatever, man. It was, and I still kind of, I still really look at it that way. You know what I mean? Like I, I but it's the things that surround it, right? What what else is around it, right? Um, so, so, but at the end of the day, the rap was always the therapy, right? It The decisions on the beat level, right? That That was like, it, it, it's out of orbit to that, right? The, at the end of the day, the therapy was in writing words, right? Just putting them down, right? And a, a lot of the time, dude, uh, like I'll like because I've been doing music for like, I've, I mean, I've been playing trumpet since I was like nine. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I, I've been just like in love with music for so long. Like I'll just like so, but it's weird at the relationship I have. With, and I don't know, just to me, but the, like, I'll throw a beat on, right? I'll throw however many beats on, one will get me, and then I'll start writing, and then the beat will end, and it will stop playing music, and I'll just keep going for, like, an hour in my notepad, right? The beat's remnant there, right? But it's not like the music is present with me, right? It's mm-hmm. just, but but at that point, it's just, like, you know, it's opening a session, you know? And, like, I can't remember, I can't tell you the amount of times that like people asked me about the album. Once I said it was a thing, right? And I told myself, March 28th, the album's coming out. I don't care where it's at. If it's not mastered yet, then it's coming out unmastered. You know what I mean? Like it 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 you have to let it go. You know yeah, what I mean? Like that's really it, key. You can't sit with it anymore. You can't fuck with it anymore and i still was you know what i mean even like i because like i remember keenan was great you know like i remember he i hit him up like maybe in march or february or something like yeah it was february it was like mid-february like yo i got an album i want you to like i don't even know if i was asking him and he was just like i'll do it bro i was like how much and he was like bro i'll do it and i was like dude what And, and, and i was like okay and then but he had even given me back mixes and masters on most of this, or no masters because I mixed them, but like he gave me back masters on most of the songs, and I was still like, "Yo, here's this one more." Like I wrote one like uh, two minutes a row. You know what I mean? Like a week before mm-hmm. the album was Damn. released, and it was just like, but I don't think it was complete without it. You know, like it, it, it for like giving it the deadline, right? Everything like that, but it was really just like, dude, let it the fuck go. Because I mean, I was just talking to my roommate about it earlier. Because I mean, I, I effectively, I'm just getting to know him, um, and like, I was talking about rap in general. It's just like, because we were talking about this, like literally, like, 
10 minutes before we, me and you got on the phone um, about how rap is just therapy, dude. Like you just let it go because you have to, there's no other fucking choice, you know, like you put it down and it's there. It lives somewhere else now, right? It lives in, in this note, in this compartmentalized little room in the metaphor of a house, you know what I mean? Or this little crawl space or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, Long I think story you're, short. you're saying something that I think is really key because like you, there is something to that idea of needing to let something go. And I think in a way, and I'm not, and maybe I need to think about this, like to maybe not be so literal about this, but if you have, like, if you're doing what you're doing, you're rapping, it feels therapeutic. I don't feel like you've completed the process or to really feel like, I don't feel like you've really accepted whatever you're saying. If your intention was to like, you know, make an album, release it, whatever, and you don't do it, it's almost in a way like you're kind of still, there's something that you don't feel comfortable releasing. You don't want to show that side of you. And if that is the case, it's something like, it's not a shame thing, but it is, it, 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 it says something. If that was your intention, I, I something stopping just, you, then yeah. I think it just comes back to the world building thing, right? Like if like in a, in a video game, because I think that video games are like the best metaphor for world building, because it's like, bro, when there's a good one, you can just sit in it. You can be there, right? But breaking the fourth wall is what is what I'm getting at, right? Like mm-hmm. there, like it, in any fucking video game, the one that I'm that's coming to mind is uh, Dragon Ball, like based like Japanese fighters, right? They there's the 3D orientation. At any given point, the map ends, and there's like this weird force field that's mm-hmm. not explained by any measures within the game, right? It's just a force field. And obviously it's just programming limitations. We don't have that technology yet. So, and I mean, we might now, blah, blah, blah. But all I'm getting at is just like, when you're in the world, there are things that are going to remind you that this is not real life. You know what I mean? This is someone else's thing. This is something that doesn't exist to you, right? Because it's like the, the biggest example of it in, me, in music is Akai, right? He's a master of fucking world building right? Like he, he can just, and like, I don't know if anyone else, but him and his loved ones can understand something like true sky or like Hajime with Mm -hmm. the depth of self. And it's like, obviously there are the relatable components, but I just like, dude, you, there's no way an entire Akai album or even an entire Akai verse in my, like, like truly made sense to you on every level you know, where you wouldn't need him to come explain something, right? And I think that that's kind of like the level that I saw and I was like, I need to shoot for that. You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, there are so many other names that I, but I don't know. I don't want to like, you know, run a laundry list, you know? No, like I, and I think to your point, like it also as the listener, as the consumer of this art, that feeling when you feel like, and I think, Actually, let me rephrase that. The feeling when you think that you've kind of like interpreted something or pulled something that you didn't actually understand, maybe it was something deeper, maybe it was some theme they were getting at. It's so special. I legit had that feeling yesterday um, yeah. with the artist I was mentioning to you. Uh, I don't know if it was on camera or not. Uh, Kinsey Babyface Perlis. And I can't explain. And it, the most important point is it doesn't even matter, in my opinion, if I'm right Boom. or wrong. 
because it literally means nothing other than my experience with it and the way I interpret it. It was fucking beautiful. I was like, right. Ah, and that's that, all it means the way to you be. said that. Yeah. And that's all it needs to be. It doesn't matter if the artist was like, no, actually, those words like mean nothing. Like people talk Ex about Ghostface that and Supreme clientele. Who cares if it didn't mean anything? You liked it. You found right. something from it that was special. Exactly. And it's like, I, I don't know. One of my favorite things in doing all this is like when a bar makes sense on a level I didn't mean. You know what I mean? Like, I never, like, I, there are so many bars where my girlfriend is just like, oh, this? And I'm like, no, but that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like, because again, like, you know, you're so far down the rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Like, how much attention can you pay to, like, you know, everything that someone else is doing? Right. Mm -hmm. It's those little tidbits that make sense. And it's like, you know, but I don't know, someone like a Kai Billy Woods, it's like, yo, you keep coming back to their stuff and it's like another layer unfolds to you. You know what I mean? More stuff has happened in your life that's giving you more life experience. And it's just like that level of mastery. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. I don't even remember what, what, what the question at hand was, but. I don't remember it either. And it's fine. Yeah. I think we had, a good, I think we're going in cool places. Like the, even the, the album art here, Cities of Eve's latest record. Yeah. There's a track, Walk Across the Mezzanine. It has this like weird, like almost like seems like it's transitioning to another beat, like two, three minutes into the song. And then it kind of goes away. And I was yeah. like, I never understood it until I looked at the title. And I was like, my interpretation, again, it literally means nothing if it's true or not or intentional. It's like, it's literally like you heard something, you walked across some sound, maybe it was playing in a car. And then you just yeah. keep walking, kept walking. And I found that so fucking cool. Like, I don't even know what that means, but just that little nugget. Just but it's not the it fact that it level. means anything. It's literally just like, I think the most beautiful part, part of any sort of consumption of media, right? Is whether or not it made you think. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, was it beautiful? Okay, sure, right? Every fucking Drake album, and may, I'm, I don't even like saying dude's name because, like, I love some Drake songs, but it's like any top forty album is gonna be undeniably quality. You feel me? Like, it, like beautiful, right? Yeah. Like the way that aesthetically, degree, and yeah, yeah. These people like that are making the music have been at this their entire life sonic design you know what i mean like i look at j words as like a huge sonic oh, engineer yeah. you know what i mean like imagine what it's gonna be like 20 years down the road you know what i mean and like mike dean you know like the amount like i think mike dean is like the most unsung and like the amount of time he's the unsung hero of kanye's work and it's i love kanye like, but mike dean man right like, and, and and i think that's the better example right and it's like because because he has been effectively commodified by pop Right, his sound. Be Travis Scott, Afterworld, I think being the, the the most epitomous example of it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, just like like Mike Dean is a commodified sound, right? Yeah. And like, ah, what was I getting at, man? Fuck. You're saying like Drake's like these are kind of top oh, right. artists they have. It's like effectively beautiful, right? Yeah. But it, it, is it human, right? Is it is it something that you can embrace, right? Like some like. And that's what it is about Redburns that always fucking got me. Because it's just so human. It breathes. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, and I, I don't know, like, 
it still makes sense. It will make sense. It, it never made sense. And you know what I mean? Like, it, and you're right about, like, I think this was said off camera, but like, like, I think you said something effectively, you haven't given it the time. And it's like, bro, but like when you do it, just like paint something, you know? And it's not anything that like, bro, I can't listen to it in any sort of like routine live living. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You can't throw on, there's one song that I wish I could just queue up but it doesn't exist like that, right? It exists as two sides for a reason, right? Yeah. And I, because they're telling you, I remember um, in, in the culinary realm, and probably talked about this in Demnia anytime I've talked about music, right? It's just like you put it on the plate how you want it to be eaten, right? Like if you want it with the sauce on it, you put the sauce on it before the person gets it, you know? Yeah. You don't put the sauce on the side. If you want it to be how you want it to be right yeah. so you I, just, I don't know you just take that right like and run with it right like i, I feel like that made sense that made so much sense yeah. to me, right? yeah, no. <laughs> that made sense yeah and, and like yeah. i i think what you're saying about the human not the human element of it is like a big part of why i feel like this burgeoning movement uh of like and there's not really a way to categorize it because the sounds and even the I, even the artists I would think are in this movement aren't even all traditionally what you call hip hop. Like there's Pink Saifu, there's people like King Vision Ultra, Amani, uh, Kia. I think Slauson uh, Malone. Slauson Malone is amazing too. It's like a really important part of what happened there. Um, and a bit, you know, under the radar for, I mean, when, when speaking about that scene, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't really know right much about anything that goes on in there, right? Or within that period of time, I, like I only know what I've seen or heard, right? It's just like that dude, like listening to the sounds of other things that have happened. I look back at Sloss and Malone records, and I'm like, that idea seems to be have been uncovered at least at this point, if not prior. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. Like, there's other artists like Ade Hakim uh, that felt like a pioneer to, like, I feel like I keep finding pieces of, like... He didn't oh, feel you probably... like a pioneer, bro. He didn't what? feel like a pioneer. That dude was the pioneer yeah. of that sound. More... I mean, I think you look at Mike and, like, the, a few others. I think Akai is another one. And, I, I don't again I don't want to run a laundry list like it just yeah. seems commodifying right but like what I they did was just like and I think that you know he'll say it he deserves more flowers you know mm-hmm. yeah totally and uh and I don't I I fucking hate that 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 my I, that, that that's a fucking phrase and I go by some sort of name you know what I mean yeah yeah he just deserves the most the most I've been surviving on a diet of milestones. I'll stay grown, but I never let my ego speak for me. I only get it if I go. They try to rob me in my soul, but I restock the weep of lost peace to get a decent memories if I can. I don't need me no cleanup. Nah, I put it down with my hands, and I ain't never leaving nothing to chance. And like, uh, what I was getting to with that idea of like that, like uh, talking about this movement is that I feel like the way I could, I feel like they're connected is a sense of maybe it's like a similar purpose or like an intimacy 
to their music that just feels like I get that same feeling, even if the, the, the sounds are wildly different. Yeah. Jay words is in that too. Nappy Nina. I oh, think it's literally just like that, that acceptance that it's worth. Cause I don't, I don't know how anyone not being paid to make music can be on the true cutting edge of sound. Right like a south you know what i mean like dedicated like you're funded you know what i mean yeah. like and i mean it happens right like i look at j words and i'm like yo you're on the cutting edge of something you know what yeah. i mean like i don't know what it is but like um and i think that it's that i think dean spencer is a huge icon of this of just like the intimacy of the music like allowing someone into your life you know what i mean mm-hmm. like truly like and still, like, another thing I look at Dean for is just, like, keeping it play or keeping it cool. You know what I mean? Like, just cool, not even play, right? Just, like, I'm I'm emotional or not even emotional. I, like, I'm human, right? It's just part of a spectrum, a greater spectrum of, like, existence, right? Like, you, you, being up, being down, whatever, like, emotional uh whatever the opposite of emotional is you know what i mean <laughs> like mm-hmm. but logical right um it's it's all spectral right and it's just like to cut any portion of that out seems naive right and i think that that's what something something that like this movement as i as you called it is like really really good at just not sacrificing on that idea of being wholesome and i think that Mm -hmm. like that's that's what it means being wholesome means to me you know what i mean just like because like i don't i I don't know i like people people have lives that you know like happen to them and and anyone's life happened to them you know what i mean at a fundamental level and you've done with it what you can but it happened to you right Mm -hmm. like and and it's a blessing if you make it right um but by that by that nature it's like like some people that i know right like i remember i was having this conversation something along these lines with one of my one of my good friends and like he he's he's like because he's like such a wholesome person to me and i was telling him that right and he's like bro yeah i fucking sell drugs for a living and i was like bro but that doesn't mean you're not wholesome yeah. you know what i mean you, you are you you know what i mean like and you do the things because this is who you are. You know what I mean? Like, but at the end of the day, you are honest to yourself. You know what I mean? And you, you, you present yourself as yourself and there's not another option. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, that's why I feel like this kind of, I feel like this wasn't how it used to be, especially when you talk about like the more mainstream artists, because even in the mainstream, you see this, trend happening where like back in the day a lot with that but at the end of the day dude any of those arguments we just don't know because there was no internet yeah that's literally where i was going there was no internet and i think authenticity you were saying they felt cool like these people feel cool they feel cool because authenticity is becoming or is cool people respect that bruh slick rick i look back and i think slick rick had it right on the fucking nail bro he's a wholesome motherfucker dude pimped and like a lot of his music reflects that because it's wholesome to him you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day dude let you into his life 
He wasn't cutting corners. He, I, I mean, I can I can only speak on the first four albums, right? I, I, he he spoke very truly, right? And I mean, I think he still does. I just don't really listen to anything beyond that by whatever yeah. circumstance. But it it's just like you enter his life, you enter his corridors, and everything he, he painted every wall. And you can see it, and it's everything is a testament to himself. And it's like you f- you feel like you're part of it in a way, right? And you're just like, dude, wow, right? I don't know, like he's he's an icon for a reason, right? Like, and and but there were others that because because at the end of the day, the thing with Slick Rick was he kind of embodied what the media at the time wanted to portray as what a hip-hop artist was right and that was just what they were doing with him right Mm -hmm. he was just doing his and i think doom the same thing happened to him you know what i mean he is like effectively what people look at as like the archetype for an underground hip-hop yeah pretty much i mean yeah and but but at the end of the day it's just like doom was just like playing out whatever he was orchestrating right yeah and the uh, I, I, and I can't, again, I wasn't there. I can't speak on it to any like full degree, but it's just like, they seemed wholesome, right? And they gave it to you, right? They, it, like everything is precipitated in their music. If you're willing to give it the time, learn the language. Again, Akai, you know what I mean? If you're willing to decode what the fuck he's talking about. If you, like, I remember I watched this one anime, I didn't even like it, right? But I remember it was it was the one that like Hajime is referring to. Oh, okay. I don't remember the name of it. It was Epo something, right? Um, but I I watched it because it needed to make more sense to me. You know what I mean? If you're and I'm not saying that's the level you need to go to, whatever. But it's like that's the example I have. If you're willing to take the time with it, if you're willing to let it build, like ferment with you. Right. And I think that fermentation is a beautiful fucking metaphor for this. It's just like you, you do, you, it needs to sit for it to work. Right. You can't force the album upon you. Like I like a hi, hiding places by Billy Woods. It's an album. Like I think I digested brass effectively more and it's way more recent than hiding places, but I just like, I don't know. Hiding places just like it was coded mm-hmm. to me. And like, again, like more life experience, come back to it. It made way more sense like three weeks ago. And I was yeah. just like, oh, shit. And I've been listening to that album nonstop. Because oh, you know, yeah. it makes more sense to me. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and again, it's just boys, another example. Someone who's very, very willing to just not even care that you're there, right? This is my world, right? Yeah. Like you, if you're watching, cool. But this is still gonna be my world, even if you're not, right? Like, and I think again, like that's very big in that movement. Yeah, and uh, you're saying something also about, like, you were saying, like, you watched that anime to try to get like a better understanding. You're saying like you don't need to necessarily do that, but I think that raises a really good point because one of the commonalities of this movement is kind of the way music is being distributed, right? Like. A lot of these artists you mentioned are heavily more into Bandcamp, not as reliant on the DSPs. And one of the things that just it boggles my mind, but it also I understand it or not understand, but I can just like get why it's happening. But 
a common complaint you hear is like, oh, you know, um, if a music, if a song is literally not on Apple Music or Spotify, people won't listen. Even if, like we're talking like the mixtapes, like even if you can stream it for free on Datpiff at this moment, people will act like, oh, Mac Miller's faces, it's not on streaming. I can't wait. I'm like, yo, it's on streaming. Or you can download for free and put it on your phone and then you can stream it. And it's like one of these things I'm trying to get at is that I find listeners either have never had it or have lost it. I don't really know which one it is to this idea that like as listeners, we contribute to the musical creation process and community by how we consume. And we can say, oh, there's no good music out or we can do the work to actually seek it. And it's really easy to do it, by the way. It's not you don't have to go read a million books. You can go online and do a Google search, go on Bandcamp. You'll find a fucking beautiful work. But I don't understand. And I want to get your thoughts on if you think it'll change or is evolving in a good direction. Like what what do we have to do or what what needs to happen for like listeners to understand that they have a role in this? Like you can do a little bit of work and realize that an album that you thought was just OK is actually fucking amazing. And you just needed to do like cursory research into some of the subject matter. Um, and I don't really know if it's getting better or worse. Like, I feel like maybe I'm biased when I think it's better because I've been getting more into this or I actually feel like people are starting to be like, you know what? Yeah, purchase music that you like. This shouldn't be a outdated concept. It's like, it, it, it leads to a real person here. Like they can benefit a, and make more of what you like, you know, simple trade. As a musician, I think that, yes, you push the platform that gives the artist their what what they're saying their work is worth right like i've seen dudes charge i mean my family is the perfect example yeah. right 111 dollars whatever right yeah. um you but to have the agency to do that right it it opens the to me, the like, and this is this is not speaking as a musician, just more so on the meta level, right? It opens up the conversation of the executive function on a social level of the musician, right? And like, and I forgive me for coming off as like political, but I also don't feel like um, social organization should be inherently politicized. But whatever, right? It, it bre breaches this idea of uh, communism which is a, a pure concept, right? Yeah. But it's like how much of the population can be dedicated to the generation, to, to the genesis of music, right? And the evolution of music, right? And I, I'm not saying that that, that that is the model, right? But that is the extreme on one end, right? And at the end of the day, the listener does need to have that decision, right? And at the end of the day, if they choose the superficial version of music, then that's what is going to end up being there. Mm -hmm. We are not at the evolution of that choice yet, right? At the end of the day, the likely potential, right? Because Bandcamp is a stretch right now. It happened over fucking night, right? Mm -hmm. um, Spotify was a thing. Bandcamp, I mean, I, I, how long has Bandcamp been around? Let me open up at least four or five years but it only came on my radar like three years ago more than that way more than that way more than that yeah i probably oh, is dude, way more than my that. my old band was releasing shit on Bandcamp in 2007 what the fuck 
I didn't even right, have a computer hold up, then. And let's I'll look up Spotify. Spotify, I think, is only like 20. 2006. What? Jesus. 2006. So I'm not saying that anyone's copying anyone, but that's like around like the, the that's a little post Napster in Rhapsody, shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So. The, but but effectively, Spotify uprooted the idea of owning music, right? You yep. own the rights to browse music yep. at your leisure, at whatever extent you want, but you never own it, right? And therefore, you never truly supported who made it, right? Yeah. And I think there's another extreme even farther beyond that, right? Like, to... to uh, opposing like the, the the communist yeah yeah and i think it also ends in a small group of people making the music you know what i mean and making the money from the music yeah exactly yeah. right and 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 it's close i think it's closer to there than the other one right but <laughs> to reduce it a little bit right the listener decides because they are the ones that in the effectively fund the genesis of music right the remnants of old music being like record labels uh you know everything about booking this that it, it doesn't matter anymore you're still going to use whatever methods because there's not a newer way developed yet mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter anymore the game has changed you know it like the performance is inherent to the artist but the art the idea of the artist has changed through soundcloud through everything like that because soundcloud is another fucking creature out in left field that just says fuck you to the, the entire streaming corporation yeah. for years and then folds and says oh but you can pay for it you know what i mean and it, it's just like I, I don't know how to explain but it, it had such a profound effect on the ebb and flow of the rise of the musician on it again on a meta level you know mm -hmm. what i mean um because again the album doesn't matter you know what i mean like none of it matters mm -hmm. but the album genuinely doesn't matter it's the sales right how did it do did people consume it well right yeah. and you have beautiful examples of it where the music sold and there was a greater story to tell and it was wholesome my beautiful dark twisted fantasy i think is a really really good example of it one of my favorite albums yeah black messiah by d'angelo i think is an and the vanguard i think is another extremely beautiful example of it. it there's not a um live actually recently right like uh i think live and kia both kind of like broke through to a much greater audience oh yeah, than, yeah they're really getting and, some placements now yeah and like but there's a greater story to tell, right? And, and I think that's like, um, I don't, I, I, but I wouldn't look at either of those pieces that they released as like a magnum opus of any sorts, right? Um, but what am I getting at? I think that there are times when the listener as a collective experience, as a collective entity, right? The listener either serendipitously chose or not just chose the right person for the job you know what i mean mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't a lot of the times i feel like they don't you know and i mean we right like at the end of the day bro 
I, as much as I like, I may be like, ah, oh, pop culture, this, I still listen to Drake. You know what I mean? I still listen yeah, to Drake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep Spotify on my phone. I believe it for a bit, but I keep Spotify on my They don't have, they don't, bro, like, Lil Yachty's not putting an album on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's effectively not part of, like, I have to explain to my friends what Bandcamp is. I'm like, oh, I thought, I thought this was a thing, yeah. you know? But it's not, right? And as far as what we need to do in terms of pushing it this at the third, I think Amani made his point and made the point the best that it's just like, no, it's not going on streaming. Like if you run out of plays on Bandcamp, it's in full on YouTube. You can find it, you know, but it's intentionally hard to find. And if you want it, you have to pay for it. And when you do it, hugs you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like the most important thing, right? Other people I've seen do like a bait and switch where it's like, it's only on Bandcamp for two weeks. Yeah. And then it's everywhere. Right. And it's like kind of to me, like antithetical to the plot, but also get what you came here for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do if you're in the position to make a living off of the music, bro, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking do it. But like at the same time, I think that it's very noble of a mind because I think he is in the position to make money off the music and he's effectively not doing so because of pride. Maybe he is. I'm, I don't I don't know dude's pockets. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, I think he pushes mu- like whatever music we call very, very heavily. And it's like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, I think that as far as Bandcamp is concerned and as far as what to do about the entire situation is keep doing what we've been doing. Keep like keep making Bandcamp exclusive albums. Keep being better at music. You know what I mean? And keep making better music and more of a reason for people to come over. Don't make it militant. Don't make it this thing where it's like, I'm only on Bandcamp because fuck streaming. Yeah. It's just like, I'm really not trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not trying to sit here and like think about like, you know, I don't know. Spotify just had like, bro, Spotify, there's Spotify and then there's Spotify for artists, bro. One is all right. The other one is toxic as fuck, yeah. you know? And it's like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't really want to be concerned with it. Like, it's just, I just want it to be something where it's like, it's here. These are the terms and conditions. If you want it, here you go. You know what I mean? Like, and Bandcamp still lets you stream it for free, you know, for like three times or whatever, right? Yeah, that's a good amount of times for, for a lot of people. If you're not willing to buy it, especially, then I don't I don't really know. I don't know of many albums where I've listened to it three times and didn't buy it. I've used, either listened to it once and maybe it was like, exactly. All right, it's not for me. Exactly. Like, that's the thing yeah. where it's like three times is a good time. I'll be like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I needed that third time to convince me to purchase. But to buy, right. Yeah. And I think it's the magic number, bro. I think like, you know, you, but, but at the end of the day, it's like the agency is there, right? Make more advocacy of it if you want more to see more. But it's like, if people aren't paying attention to it, you can't 
act upset or any differently, right? Just keep grinding and they might in the future, right? It's like, this is what society has said. And yeah. society speaks for all of us, right? Yeah, that, that last part, is, it's tough to, to swallow sometimes, but it's very yeah. real. Hey, we some live wise. Get you live from the tape day. Raw shit. Know what you doing. Cut the bullshit. Big boy said it best. Don't play with it. Grown man business. By the crib. One thing, if we go back to kind of shifting gears back to Big Smile here, um, one of the aspects as we talk about all these other artists is that your album more than almost any album I've heard in a long time shows like the wonders of collaboration. Mm. And my question is how did you manage, because I think you did achieve this, but how did you manage to make the album feel very cohesive and like have a flow and not feel like complete, like a complete mess because there's so many artists that are contributing to this work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just like, I, I because I wasn't going to rap like anybody that was on my fucking beat. I wasn't going to rap any, like, dude, I've been rapping for like nine years, damn near. And I just like never released shit really, because like, I mean, I released shit in like 2019. That sounds nothing like Big Smile. And it's like, bro, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out. Right. But it's like, I stumbled upon whatever I'm doing now and I like it a lot. And I'm going to keep doing that. And if these people want to do that, I'm not going to tell them to do something that they don't want to do or that that's not in their corner. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, bro, honestly, it was crazy because it's like at the end of the day, I had a beat for that. Oh, like like Jody, I think like type is like the one that's like the farthest aside from whatever was central to the album. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of just like pure sonic traits. Whatever. Yeah. But the attributes that's the word i was looking for <laughs> the um the but but it's like you know the, like there's a deeper meaning to it at a certain point right like i don't know when it happened right when it like really became big smile effectively i said it one time in a bar i honestly don't remember the first time right mm -hmm. and then i was like that's cool i can because i had chosen big flowers at that point or whatever it found me whatever i don't know but like um I try not to romanticize any of this shit, but like, um, big smile became a thing. And it's like, I just, I would be writing and I realized when I was saying something there. Right. Cause at the end of the day, it's therapy. And it was like, what I realized about big smile was it's like, this is my whole fucking life. Yeah. This is the only chance I get to just say it all up to this fucking point. How am I trying to say that? And it's like, a lot of these people are people that I work with. Like Jody, I did some like, uh ornamental composition for a few his, of his songs right and he threw me a verse in return and it's just like i had a beat somewhere that he fucked with it was just like you know got a beat for that right and dude i had beats from producers that make music that kind of sounds that that's like trying to emulate pink season right I had beat like, you know, like, and I would send them his way and it was, nothing was stuck. And then I, my one boy that mainly produces the main, the main stuff I've heard him produce is closer to like uh, awful music, um, like father ethereal, mm. more that more towards that type of sound than anything else that I've heard. Um, 
but he made a, a beat in his free time and Sifu was like, I'm fucking with that one. Last thing I would have guessed, but apparently I had a beat for it. You know what I mean? And it's just like somewhere down the road, it made, like, because uh, like the, the collaboration was going to happen regardless because it was wholesome a lot of the time. You know what I mean? The, the, the Sifu one and the IA one were less wholesome because I did, there wasn't like any sort of like equivalent exchange other than money. And yeah. at the end of it, but at the end, of, but I, I needed to support them for the, the role they played in. And I don't mean to treat it in like a gatekeeping way. They're not doing that. They're not gatekeeping. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I seen what they did for what was happening in music. And I needed to appreciate that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like same Kia, like I bought a beat off of Kia that I'm probably never going to use. You know what I mean? But I just like, I, I really appreciate what she does. You know what I mean? Like, and I wanted to do more than just buy the album. Yeah. Um, I I think that's like, you're saying the collaborations, even if they, even like the ones you said, like Ade and Pink, like still feels organic because it's not like you bought a beat from someone. You don't even really like their music. You don't really care for them. Like it all, I guess that's how I, at least as the listener feel like it all kind of is super consistent and fits in the same world is because either these are people you've legitimately worked with so you have some relationship or you just really respect and like what they've contributed in right and it's not like i don't know them to some degree you know what i mean like it like we're cool you know what i mean like but i just don't like treating it like we work together and therefore i know them this well you know what i mean yeah deem is someone i know really fucking well and I, i like i love that dude like i i don't know like he's great and we've worked together in the capacity that we have um and then there's other people that i genuinely love and then people that you know i maybe don't even know as well but i respect fucking heavily imani being one of those people right like but i but i don't and i'm not working with them and it's like by whatever virtue right like and but they still mean something towards the essence of collaboration for me. And it's like, as it goes to curating Big Smile, right? It just kind of seemed like a happy mess of songs. You know what I mean? Because it really wasn't about the beat, you know? And I think that if I can take any credit, it's in that, right? Like composing stuff in an erratic enough way to just like, even look at the track list and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? Like there's a 14 second song. You know what I mean? Like, like I put it at song number four for a fucking reason, you know, or wherever I put it in like early. Right. Yeah. Put it there for a reason. So it's like, if you open it up and see this 14 second, you know what I mean? I just like, this isn't a traditional thing. And like, I want it to be weird. I want you to take a second and think about it. Right. Just even pressing the play button. What am I getting myself into? Right. I want you to. And I'm not saying I want you to look into my fucking life. I don't want bro. Because go to my Instagram. I don't even really talk about my music all that fucking much. You know what I mean? Like more so on Twitter. But like, bro, I'm not even trying to direct people there. Right. I'm just trying to like in that moment. Right. Like, what are you doing with this? Right. And at the same time, bro, what are these beats doing together? I don't fucking know. They were just the ones that I had that these people liked. You know what I mean? Like and like. I also found some, bro, that fucking Sifu feature, bro, I I wrote, a lot of the other ones was like, a wrote it and I finished it and like I did some minor edits, bro, I had six unused verses for that fucking song, bro, bro. like mm-hmm. uh, at least, like I, because I, that was the earliest thing that I did and it was just like, but, but at the end of the day, it was just like, 
if it made sense to me and it made sense to this person, then it's there. You know what I mean? At a certain point, I was just like, bro, how many songs can we fit on this bitch? You know what I mean? Big milestepping was another like that song to me. You were talking earlier about the spectral emotional thing, a big smile. And it's yeah. just like, bro, that was anger to me, like in every yeah. essence. And it's like, I I don't know, like there were other people that there was like four people in that song. And it was just like, bro, I was anyone that wanted to hop on that song like go bro like you fucking if you, if you get it go you know what i mean and it's just i don't know like at the end of the day if you open yourself up you can make something cool but it it's i think that 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 moment comes from experience right like you like everyone that i know tries to do it alone you know some people never stop at a certain point i was just like bro i can't do anything alone you know what i mean like i can make something cool you know but what is it it doesn't make sense without the audience you know what i mean without the listener without the viewer it it doesn't make sense it it, it, otherwise it's literally just like you know like uh i I don't want to sound like crude or nothing but it's just masturbation you know what i mean if you if you don't fucking have a a, a more than gen, more genuine reason than like like because if it's just therapy then you don't need to make it in something grand if you want to release it as some sort of documentation do it but don't you don't need to make some sort of like fable out of it yeah it, it doesn't need to be this thing where you have a whole rollout blah 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 and like i don't know like i felt like i had something to say right which is why i made it some big deal about it but like before that, it was literally just post a song on SoundCloud, right? Just fucking whatever, right? Like, but it was both therapy and also I think the deeper meaning of it to me was just like if you let this be familial, right? Something colloquial that everyone can kind of be a part of, right? And you let that be warm. It, it kind of seems naive not to smile, right? And I don't mean to, like, you know, play the metaphor, right? But, like, it, it's there, right? Um, but it's just, like, you know, like, you have to be okay not being alone, right? And that's easy to say and act like you do, right? By, like, you know, but but I think that if you're not yourself in any given fucking situation, right? Then you're still alone. You know what I mean? Because you're not comfortable with who you are, right? And it's just like, you know, people don't, and I think that's really what I was getting, because I've had a lot of problems with like, you know, identity this, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like people will accept you for who you are. And if you get militant about it, right? If you end up coming up in arms, it, it, it just pushes you back into the same corner, right? And similar to the whole band camp thing, you, you know what I mean? I think that, you know, if you have fists up, nobody's, people are going to walk away and probably film you while they're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But back to the idea of collaboration, it was just like, at the, like, whatever it was, like, if you're working with me, Cause like, bro, I'm, 
I don't have that when it comes to working, bro. I'm, I, I say no a lot. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like doing that idea that you're having. Like I do my thing, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're cool with it or you're not, right? Because I'm trying to like dig on something, and I feel like I'm doing something cool, and like other people agree this, that, the third, and I'm not even trying to look at it as justification. At the end of it, none of it matters, right? But if if someone gets it, I'm down to do something with you. You know what I mean? And like at the end of the day, I just tried never to break that you know what i mean that principle fucking like if we're both fucking with each other then whatever bro we'll figure it out like bro like we'll make it work you know like mm-hmm. however it sounds it's gonna sound right and it might not sound like the rest of the album but that might be okay right mm-hmm. and i don't know man it just like and another thing that people like that won't, won't like will always ask me is like why didn't you do art for the album because like i don't know i do art and i'm like why the fuck would I do art for my album? Right? Like, and I did too. You know what I mean? Like I did the physical design for one of them. And it's like, I don't know, people would just, oh, but that was just the cassette design. Like, eh, so fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, I worked <laughs> on that. <laughs> but um it becomes something easy to blend when at the end of the day, it's you're all using your like if it, we can use the uh metaphor of paint right like yeah if, if everything is within the, the same at the, at the end of the day if you can reduce it down to a certain common factor being that they're all acrylic paints or all oil paints they can be mixed you know what i mean like red and yellow might make a beautiful orange but it might get weird if you start mixing different media right like, yeah. like you know like i, I don't know like it, it, it's if you can reduce it down to a fundamental level and have a common theme there right even at the extremities it'll still make sense because it's relating back to something deeper, right? Like you can just, it's something that you can trace, right? And at the end of the day, it can make sense if you give it enough time. Again, you know what I mean? One of the recent collaborations you did was uh, re-envisioning the really beautiful Pepper Adams, Eyes Wide Shut, Record Memories Bleed with your re-envisioning Memories Grow and I really liked it because I have heard some albums in that vein where it just feels like another producer took the vocals and just remixed it, which is fine. But I feel like you really treated it as if like if I didn't know Pepper Adams was ever involved with it, I'd be like, oh, this is a beautiful like album. This is a nice collaboration. They had good chemistry, all that shit. Um, what drew you into uh, doing that with Memories Bleed? What, and what, what is it specifically about that record that you find so special? I think that that album to me really signifies like, the resistance to the idea of being compartmentalized into what happened for music in New York. Um, by no means do I want to speak on like dude, the dude Tebe, but like sounds like Earl. Anything that ends up with that kind of description, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I just think that as a resistance to that, there's a lot of musicians that aren't involved in any way, nor are they trying to be with, I think the, the Reddit the, is like r slash uh, slums or whatever it is, right? Like whatever that is, the like, and they still get thrown into it. They're not, I, I, like, cause I, I, bro, I talk to these people a lot. Like they're not really trying to be a part of that. They're not really trying to, leech on it they're just trying to do something right and they were influenced by it on a greater level right because it broke through to a massive yeah. audience right and 
it just seemed like the best way that I had heard it that didn't sound like a bite, right? Like, and the, and the first, right? Like I heard that album late 2020 when it came out and it's just like, bro, because so much of what we're talking about happened like last year, you know yeah. what I mean? The year before, right? And it's like, it just, I don't know. It seemed very, very beautiful to me. And then as I was listening to it, um, I realized there was some lore involved in my personal life where it was just like the dude has the tag knowledge of my death on Instagram. And he had bought some beats from me like a couple months prior to when I heard his album. I didn't even know that he went by eyes wide shut. I was listening to his music for a good couple months before I fucking seen he followed like some other account and like it said knowledge of my death in parentheses I'd want. I was like wait a second you know oh, what I mean shit. and then I realized I knew the dude right and then we ended up working together for a while right we both work in Tenpenny and um it's like a really cool organization that Pepper is kind of I mean it's not really like anything that serious it's just like a really cool group of people and we all like working together and you know it's cool and i don't even think we all really make music that sounds all that similar it's just it's, you know like we like working together and um it was just i don't know it wasn't anything all that that i do I, i've been doing these things bloom cycle for a while right i mean i think this is the fourth one i've done and it was just like i've been wanting to play around with an entire body of work right but getting good clean stems is hard right and me and I knew each other pretty well at the time. And I hit him up. I was like, yo, can I get the stems for Memories Bleed? And he sent me them for the song. And I was like, oh, you got me fucked up. You know what I mean? And he, he sent, or um, he sent them over. But um, I downloaded 13, 14 samples. Or however many ended up being on the, maybe one more, right? Mm-hmm. But downloaded a, massive samples uh worked them all in one day and then spent like a week or two trying to like mix it and everything and i don't know like i think that a lot of what goes into that is the fact that he did the same right with pepper right there was an honest and genuine and wholesome collaboration between the two individuals that like eyes gave himself to right like pepper gave himself to right like Mm -hmm. it was true and I think that it, in that way, it makes it something that, malleable, right? Yeah. Like you can take it and eyes is still saying what eyes is saying, right? And I can paint it in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. And we, we had talked about it, like the way that I envisioned the thing being, right? Like to me, it was kind of this birth and death of the idea of a memory, right? Like being attached to people, right? Just that third... Um, and in every way, it was like intentionally like a statement against, but founded on the idea that it's necessary of memories bleed, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, like I love Pepper. I'm not trying to say like, I, you know, like I, like that needed to exist for this to exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I needed to have zero part in it prior to memories grow being a thing. You know what I mean? I like, but it really was like, I don't even think Pepper knew it happened until afterwards. You know what I mean? Um, okay. I mean, before we posted it and everything, right? But, but after it was done, you know what I mean? I just thought I said to the Tenpenny group chat. And he was like, oh, word, this is a thing, you know? 
Um, but we, um, I don't know. It was just like, it was something that I said, like, I, I wanted to do something with the bloom cycle thing. I wanted to make beats. And that's like the way that I like to do it because it's like, as opposed to trying to be like, yo, I produce this, that, the third, that's a lot of energy. And, I, and I'd really rather use it on the art. Right. Yeah. Um, so when I do make a lot of beats, I'm going to do something like that with it. I'm going to flip every single one of them and present it as that. Right. But that's, that's my example of my production. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to send a fucking sample pack. I don't have one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'll make beats for you, you know, yeah. I'll, fuck, I'll fucking, uh, you know, like, but it's there. Right. And this was just like, you know, a really fun way to do it. Right. Like he would like, and the, the other cool thing that I think came across about it was that you, you can do things with a little more liberty as a producer once it's at that point like i don't think this album like you can do this like a uh, from scratch thing like you can't like and i'm not trying to give it any hype like that mm -hmm. it's just like it wouldn't make sense to unless you were trying to like produce an entire album without letting the rapper know that you wanted to do it right because it needs to be double blind at some point right yeah. or bl a blind experiment at some point right otherwise it's like you taint the product with the idea of it being intentional because i think a lot of it comes from not being intentional right yeah exactly there are so many things where eyes is like bro that doesn't sound like it's supposed to and i was like my fault bro i'm not mm -hmm. changing it you know what i mean like yeah. it's just like i don't know like you let me like and I, it was never like any like any smoke or anything it was just yeah. like you know, like, doesn't sound like you meant to, but like, we're, we're outside of that now. That that exists over there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's another re envisioning, literally another vision of these yeah. lyrics on, yeah, because it, it doesn't just mean it's a different aesthetic, it's a different idea. Uh, yeah. And flow. the words still make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you might be able to tell it wasn't, it definitely wasn't made for that beat. You know what I mean? But like, it allows me to kind of stretch what I find falling within the idea of a beat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, no, I just think it did a good, it, 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 it's a nice way to exercise what you, what I consider a beat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, cause like the idea of loops and I, I know there's been some sort of discourse about like, looping and producing being yeah, different if loops yeah if loops are considered a beat oh it's the same thing repeated that's a yeah very common thing that's been happening these days it was a fun way to play you know mm -hmm. um and i don't think it's something that i could do as like a project where i'm like hey yo let's make an album together right it's just something like i don't know like i know there are other albums that i found and i'm like yo this is this is cool, right? Like, I, I think you really did a good job of it. And I've talked to people about being like, okay with me dealing with their stems. Some people aren't cool with it. Mm -hmm. Taking their stems and just like doing an entire new thing. Like, that's their product and they want to do with it what they want, you know? Yeah. But if someone's willing to let me do it, the on, only way that I would ever treat it is wholesome because it's like, that's like, I, I look at it the same way as I would my own album. Like, I put a lot of fucking time into that, you know? And it's like, Although I did it quick, I put a lot of time into making beats. You know what I mean? 
I put like a lot, a lot of work in to where it's like when I had something more like wholesome to work with, I knew what to do with it. You know, yeah, what I mean? you can it's do like, it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, like I look at like uh, cooking a lot, like you get a really nice piece of fish. Either you know what to do with it or you don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna go bad before you learn how to treat it right, you know. Yeah. One of the other things that we've touched on a bit uh, as we've been talking is like your visual design work. Uh, so couple examples for those unaware you did and you are like like as you did it and it's you can see it now the cinema i don't know how to say his name cinema cinema yeah yeah cinema size cine reels podcast like you did the like kind of clip art uh video design that goes with all of his episodes it's really cool really unique design and you also did the god's feet promo clip that was used for Haram that was released a few days before the album. That was gorgeous. I was like, holy shit. I, and I don't even, I'm not even because the timeline of that was, yeah, a couple days before. I don't think I even heard your music. I didn't think I listened to the album before. Um, yeah. I mean that, I mean, that Haram a, came out. Haram it was came March out 26th, two days, right? Yeah. Two, two days before big smile. And it wasn't like, it wasn't planned like that. Like I told myself I was, that was my birthday. You know what I mean? Never releasing an album on my birthday again. Uh, but like I told myself, that was like the deadline. If it's not out by then, it's coming out then, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then Elucid talked to me about that. Um, yeah, so anyways, yeah, was that cool. was, yeah, it was it was really, really great. And it was just funny timing there. Um, as well as, I uh, don't know if it'll be with this episode, depending on timing, but you are also helping me with <laughs> some work here. So yeah. I hope you're seeing it in that nice beautiful view uh we will see but that's really something i'm excited for um could you speak about what makes i think your your visual work so unique and you actually mentioned something i didn't know uh when we were talking today is that you have a a degree in biology and that kind of explains a lot now because like even when i talk to you off camera and uh you're you're mentioning things about flowers and i was like okay cool that's your name like i get it but i was like you know a lot about this stuff. You mentioned a couple words today where I'm like, oh, that's a very scientific way of putting it. Uh, fermentation. Yeah. I was like, that that explains a lot. But yeah, why? what makes it so special to you? It's a big part of the metaphor. Um, I don't know. It, like, I like to think the time I put into it, you know, like, um, this took me about like 20 something hours to accrue. You know what I mean? It's just like a collection of blue pieces, you know? And, you know, I do a lot of, like, I have, like, you know, about three hours worth of these that I'm never going to use again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. But I don't know. I Like, I really don't like talking about myself like this. But, like, if I can say anything, it's that, like, I'm dedicated to it, right? Like, I'm, for some reason... I started like doing things analog. Like I did digital collage for a bit and I didn't like it until I, I didn't know I didn't like it until I started doing analog collage. Right. And then when I found that, I was like, this is it. 
You know what I mean? I'm doing everything like this, you know, like I'm not touching digital and I've done some digital stuff before, mm -hmm. but it's since, but like only when I fucking need to, you know, it's like, but I just, and I just want to figure it out, you know, like whatever it is at the end of the tunnel, like there's this idea that I've had for some time of like, I'm not even going to get into what the idea entails. Right. But I like knowing what it would take after like because i had the idea roughly in like october or so right when i was getting into stop motion i was like whoa i could do something like this with it right it's going to take me like five years to be able to obtain something like that if i like if i continue accelerating with it at the pace that i have mm -hmm. right like just arbitrary number might not take that whatever right like maybe i can get there faster yeah whatever um it's just very far from what I'm capable of right now, right? And I think that I'm only out here trying to get there, right? And like, it's been really, really cool to be able to make the progress that I have towards something that I don't even know how to describe, right? Mainly by people paying me to do something that relates to their project mm -hmm. like i don't really do all like I, I there's been one animation that i did that wasn't on commission for somebody ever wow that's impressive damn like and it's just like crazy to me i like and i mean i could do more of them obviously i could do more of them right it just doesn't and i i don't know i i i, I will right at a certain point I'm just like, my time is in different places right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but, I, but it's cool. Cause I'm slowly and surely scratching off the surface. Cause I'm not going to, again, at the end of the day, I'd like to consider myself a wholesome person. And like, I, I want to be able to stay there, right. Stay in that pocket. Right. So if I'm going to do something for someone, I'm going to treat it as such. Right. Like with the project with you, right. Like, it's like, this week hadn't gone the way that I planned it, right? But I'm not going to bring that into this project because things have a schedule mm. and things are like, I'm not going to compromise on me being as genuine with this project as every other project I've done, right? Yeah. And like deadlines are important to me, right? Mm -hmm. And But so is communication, things like that. Also working with people that seem relatively human that you yeah. know just kind of understand things right like so i do consultations and shit you know what i mean In yeah. case, to give myself the opportunity to say no i'm good you know what i mean like because it's important to me to be able to like trust someone with that right like because at the end of the day it's mutual trust you know like yeah. I, I i trust the uh, the person on the receiving end of whatever i'm doing artistically that your expectations remain malleable right like under like this is like everyone that I've ended up doing a project with understands that this is something that I'm not even sure of what it is really. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like whether or not someone else is doing it, I don't, I'm not looking at it. Right. I don't see other people doing this with little pieces of paper and I'm not trying to claim anything. I'm not trying to say I deserve anything for that. I'm just playing little pieces of paper. Right. I just don't see other people doing it. And I'm going to try and figure out what it is because other people are sitting here telling me like, 
yo, this is sick. How are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And mm. I'm like, bro, I'm literally just screen recording something on my iPhone, right? Like, it's not like expensive. Literally anyone can do it. My friend Sibo came over here about four or five months ago, asked me how I do it. I taught her within 20 minutes and she made something and used it for a video of hers. It's easy. It's just a matter of dedicating the time to it. I don't know what compelled me to do it, but I'm here and I want to figure it out. You know what I mean? And I might have to stop, but I'm going to try and get as much done, you know, as I can while remaining myself and not like, and not being, cause that, that was the original big flowers thing. Like that was big flowers before the music was big flowers. That's really cool. That's really yeah. interesting. And the, uh, like the fact that I know you're starting to get, um, a lot of like praise and all that a lot of people like actually paying for the, the the great visual work you're doing and then obviously big smile which i'll speak for myself but i think from what i understand it's gotten a quite a positive reaction to say the least has any of this like recent outside validation and, and all that because i know we've spoken a lot about like how it makes you feel and like it's it's you're very humble person obviously but like did this change anything inside of you or outside of you that the fact that people are actually paying money and are actually saying, oh my God, this music is so great. This visual work is so great. Has that like changed so, you at all? The visual work, it took me a little while, but at a certain point it was just like, that was, that had me a while ago. Like I changed from that a while ago. Uh, that taught me how to take pride in the thing that I do. That taught me how to like give integrity to my craft where it was lacking in the music. Um, and it was necessary for my music, right? Like the development of that. But that happened a while ago. Um, I have my inherent problems with the music industry. So I don't really want to let that happen to me. And I mean, it is what you make it, right? Like, and so therefore, like, yeah. And like, to answer your question, yes, but temporarily, like I'm telling myself, like, until Big Smile hits a year, I'm just going to go crazy with the music and then just take my time with it. Like do it. Like I was, I've been, I have been doing it, right. I'm being very intentional with it right now. And I think it's going to have like a different effect. I don't know if people are going to like it. I don't know. Right. But like, I'm doing, I'm letting myself be a musician first this year. And like the other things are kind of, you know, I'm, I'm holding myself to a schedule with them because I like being professional. This, that third with the thing that I've kind of like started myself, you know, mm -hmm. being the art, you know, like it, it, where the music, I have a lot of hands involved. I don't know. Nobody's out here cutting these pieces with me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I only genuinely need one pair of scissors and it's like, I'm not trying to put any weight on that, but it's just like, sometimes it's like a, a lot right it's just a lot yeah 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 totally. and i don't know like but it's worth it right like it, it like to me like being able to figure something out i don't know what i'm figuring out but like how to do that right it's the journey it's the pursuit that there's something yeah. special and special in that um right and, you, and you're uh mentioning some like that you're really trying to focus on music right now in this 20 in 2021 like what are what do you have planned or in store for the rest of the year whether it's releasing or not um a lot <laughs> um so 
like something within the next two weeks. Um, something else within the next like, and then like three other things before a big smile hits a year, and then a big smile deluxe. Oh shit! Nice, nice. And then no plans after that, but a lot right now. Like that's a lot. Uh, I mean. I have this one four track thing that I did that's got Jamonze Agbon. Um, Yo, that's uh, sick. That's a cool that? collaboration. Yeah, Jamonze is really cool. him. I've only recently gotten into him, but man, he's he's so eclectic. He has a vision. You can just hear it. Yeah, no, that I really again like. He was another person that I you know just like really seen and like, dude, you're doing it. Yeah, I respect that. Um, I want to you know work with you, my friend Zen Pleasant Sherman. Um, jewelry rap ended up picking him up as a producer and like you know that's my that's my boy um we play smash together a lot you know and it's just like you know that, that game brings out your true self um but either way right um the the like he like i don't know that's how i you know ended up talking to jamonta i mean i i've talked to him a bit before but nothing like too official um but it was cool. Um, I'm really excited about that project. It's got um, Metro World Peace on it too, and uh, Sidewalk Cal. Oh, Sidewalk Cal, nice. Yeah. Also, a guy Yuzu. only discovered recently. He's really good. I like him a lot. It's called Yuzu Blossom, though. It's like kind of talking about like uh, psychedelia and like maintaining a relationship between the idea of like acid. And psychedelia and acid and citrus hmm. because yuzu is a um citrus fruit okay okay yeah so um it's grown in more temperate climates but it's just like yeah the idea of like psychedelia and like citric acid just being the link acid you know um, yeah yeah totally yeah uh, it's cool I, there i think there are a lot of like you know it, it, that was a cool developmental period for me where it was just like I was in New York City recording Big Smile and just a lot of really dope experiences that I never thought would have happened a year prior were happening. You know what I mean? Um, and I was just having like a really fun time with it and I was on acid and I was, you know, writing and it was just like shit was just coming to me like crazy. I pretty much wrote the entire thing in a weekend. Um I mean, it's not all that long. It's four songs. But that, and then I'm doing a project with Messiah Music, which I think, I mean. Wow. Patchwork needs to be done probably, right? Like, just like a little bit of like fixing up. I pretty much wrote the whole album, I think. Like, there's 12 songs written. I don't know if we're going to even use all 12. Is he producing, uh, like, producing the full 12 and you're rapping on it? Is that how it's made? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. man. I've been talking to a few people. Is that um, coming out? Is that the one coming out in a couple of weeks? No, the Yuzu yeah. Blossom is. Okay. Uh, okay. That one still needs to get done more. Um, I'm like working on curation of a lot of a couple other things, um, but that's coming. Um, Big Smile Deluxe is coming with that thing that I was talking about with like um, video 1080p, um, a few other reworks, a bunch of new tracks, um, some other things. Bloom Cycle Six is going to be on that um so it's just like you know and then there's another thing that i want to do i don't know if it's going to happen two other things that i don't know are going to happen but 
yeah, I'm really, really excited about Save the Bees. That's like been my main concern in the last like two, three weeks, like writing that. I'll send you, I'm, I'm gonna send you a few tracks. Yeah, no, um, I love that. Yeah, that, that one's had me writing a lot. And it's been like in a more mature and focused way, I'd say. Cause like Big Smile was a very serendipitous thing. It was just like when things happened to me and I had a way to describe it, I would describe it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Save the Bees was more so like, got like 50 beats from messiah was rapping on one of them uncovered some sort of idea and then wrote an entire album about that idea in a matter of a month you know that's beautiful man that, i'm really been, excited for that it's been really cool yeah it's called save the bees um i don't know if i mentioned that already but i, I really really like the metaphor it just kind of and it's, it was like just kind of happened right i like being able to live within the big flowers metaphor it's cool um, because flowers are all, all over the place. You know what I mean? There's that phrase, give someone their flowers. There's like, you know, everything has floral print, print on it. And it's kind of tacky. And I kind of like that because it's like, yo, I'm, I'm a rock ghost, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then I was, I did some line, it was like, um, <sighs> by cosmic definition, dark matters. If you ignore black influence and you dispute black power, don't appreciate the flower too long, save the bee. I'd appreciate and value with each divergence from my queen. Um, and queen I don't B. know. Oh shit, man! I'm already, I'm already like just that one. There's so much there. I right? caught that one like, part, but yeah. the idea of the bee, right? That it was so elusive to me. Like, who the fuck was I talking about? Who could I be talking about? And also the bees. You know what I mean? Themselves. You know, like at not being a metaphor, right? Like save mm-hmm. the fucking bees. Yeah, right? yeah, it's a real thing. And then obviously, like the flower thing, like you know with the relationship with bees it was just like there's a there's a decent amount to unpack here you know um and like being the fact that the metaphors are so closely aligned i've been able to play a lot um with that idea uh and then it's just like you know i I don't think that that any album of mine is going to exist without a decent amount of non sequitur um like I'll, i'll just have lines in there that aren't I think I have an entire song on there that isn't really like tangential to the idea, but mm-hmm. it makes sense on another level, you know, or like, a, like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, the song I'm talking about is called Doldrums, I think, or Sim- Simulacra, right? And it's like, that was the first thing I wrote to over Messiah Beat. And then the next one was Save the Bees. And then the album kind of formed out of that. And Simulacra was kind of like the precursor to it all, right? Yeah. So it makes sense from that way. It's still related. Right, exactly. So it's like, if it makes sense, then it makes sense. I'm not going to try and carve it out any differently, right? Mm -hmm. But like, given that that's even there, like I give myself a decent amount of leniency and I also don't want to make it a concept album. It's just a cool metaphor. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, one of my favorite lines on that one is, um, it's a lot to unpack. Uh, It's... um, not even all that important either right like i think there's a lot of like very like like things like heavy moral things that i believe in in that line one off of use of blossom that's another like very moral line that i look at as like you know part of the wholesome aesthetic is um what is it got whatever play i earned on my own it ain't much but comfort to cuddle up with when i die alone i'll be the little spoon submit my masculinity to the moons i don't see how we can litter in these metal ruins and like that to me kind of wraps up the whole gender identity thing yeah like 
I catch that. It, it, yeah. it, it's a lot of, it, and again, it's a lot to unpack, right? Um, but like, there are those type of lines, and then I think they're always going to be balanced out by like type of line. Like they were all over Big Smile, um, but like this one line off of Save the Bees is like. Um, 12 can't catch up when you can't catch breath. Ain't no let up on the way to the end zone. The way y'all was watching screens got me hiding my phone like my government was Thomas. And it's like, on a surface, I, I don't think that seems that deep, right? Mm-hmm. All right, but bear with me, right? Like, and I love these lines because they exist sheerly just to like have fun with wordplay, right? Yeah. And like, there's some sort of level of like wholesome to it, which is why it's there. It, like, I genuinely like privacy um i genuinely like dedication like there there are moral concepts that are there represented yeah. but like so on my way to the end zone the way y'all was watching the screens got me hiding my phone right uh screens being set in football right there's yeah. and there's that idea of a screen um and i'm kind of getting at the idea oh i didn't even catch that i thought it was like watching screens tv oh exactly right so so the way that y'all watching screens right is kind of like let me unfold it a little bit more in the idea of football um the way i was watching screens got me hiding my phone like my government was thomas right there was a play michael thomas was a player from the saints my name is michael his name is michael oh shit yes feel me right so there was one play during the NFC conference game where he got fined heavily for having a cell phone planted underneath both of the pylons. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm aware of that. Right? So the way y'all was watching screens had me hide in my phone like my government was Thomas, right? On like the way y'all was watching screens, right? Like if you play on this stupid fundamental level and you're not there presently, right? Within the context of life, what's present with you this dude already hid the fucking phone he knew he was going to step on y'all because y'all just aren't at that level yeah you know what i mean and it's like the way y'all was watching the screen you know what i mean like like watching my, yeah. my phone wondering what i'm doing how the how the fuck i'm doing what i'm doing right if you're looking you're obviously not going to get there you know what i mean mm-hmm. i already got it you know what i mean and i'm not trying to like i just don't think that any of like hip-hop comes without a, a shade of braggadocio yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And, and so it's just like sometimes I like to flex a little bit, not all the time, and especially not in a genuine conversation. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. In its right place, you know. That line is but, crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I love football. Like NFL is my shit. That's my number one. Sport. And on the surface, like, bro, I love that. And, and even then, right? Even then, you didn't catch it, right? And no. I love that. <sighs> That's crazy. People not even going to ask questions because I talk so fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> That is that's amazing, man. That yeah, is amazing. I, I really like a lot of the, the the lyricism that I've been doing on that one. Um, there's like it's opened this idea of like, uh, I mean, the bee thing, right? So it's just like looking in the dichotomy of how bees behave, right? Being like the different types of bees, carpenter bees, you know, drone bees, right? And it's like uh, drones, right? And then I started, and then I started like you know seeing. But like, I just like had the idea in my head, I was writing, right? And I wasn't trying to make a song about drone bees, right? But then I ended up like getting to a point where I was talking kind of about like the 
presence of technology within our modern life being the drones, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and then I like the line came up. It was like, um, watch a drone drop off somebody's new life from a roof. Call a blade. Oh my, reset, jet set, get away. Uh, jet sun, best life. Step to me, plenty power in the skinny frame. It was pennies to the hour when it was curtains, but we had the chance to innovate, spent it on drones, more lenses implanted in the home, microphone in every corner pile of chrome, or in every nest, um, every corner pile of chrome, um, caught by the drones, uh, for, not the ones you're looking for, force and eyes turned against you, but no one else on the other side, just a new algorithm or an afterlife. Drones going to ship you a better chance to die. Jesus. And it's like, I don't know. And it's like, not about the be right? Yeah. But there is a drone beat, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, and it's just been fun to play with that, right? Yeah, it's the world building again. Like, it's fun yeah. to, like, that's such a cool, that's such a cool concept to how it still fits, but it's also saying an entirely other thing Yeah. at the same time. Wow, yeah. I am, I'm really excited for this record, man. I'm really yeah, excited I'm for this record. For it. I'm I'm absolutely psyched for that. Um, very, like, there. it's still being like you know fleshed out but um king vision ultra is being like going to be involved in that record on the mixing and mastering yep. level um and hopefully some sort of secondary sampling because i think he's brilliant at understanding an idea finding a sample that it elaborates on that idea um of someone like speaking or conversational stuff you know what i mean he did it all over an unknown, unknown infinite. infinite the the conversational stuff is eerie it adds like Bro, a million layers to it ABU, and i'm sure Imani had some say in it but it's just like dude is a genius with that and it's just like to have him and interested in working on a record is uh, same with messiah it's just like that dude right like who hasn't he worked with on that level of yeah just legends you know what yeah. i mean so it's cool. I, I hope to me and Chaz uh, Lucid spoke a little bit of, about working together on another song. It was like, I like to me the idea of working with people twice. It's not like something I shy from, right? But it also just like if it makes sense again, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if it made sense once, let's not push stretch it for no reason, right? But then Messiah sent me a track. He was like, yo, Lucy was shopping for this one at one point. I know y'all like each other's music, blah, blah, blah. If you want to, I was like, damn, I do like this one. I wrote it. Mm -hmm. That's the beat for drums. Um, so hopefully he's going to be involved in that. Um, but it's, I don't know. Again, it's like coming together, right? Uh, hopefully September, October. Um, dope. Before March, definitely. Like, again, like I'm giving myself March 28th, 2022 as my de hard deadline for everything that I'm working on right now. So, if it doesn't come out before then, you can expect it on March 28th. You know what I mean? No, yeah. No, I like that. I like the concreteness. I like that. Um, man, this has been a phenomenal conversation. Thank you so much yeah, for being you, so, so really open and going into a lot of different places. And I really appreciate all the insight and just your, your perspectives. Uh, definitely anybody listening go check out big smile and check out all of your stuff it'll be in the descriptions for like all your visual yeah. work and, and everything like that and save the bees in particular i'm super psyched for but all the other stuff you're going for i'm i'm uh i'm psyched so thank you again for your time it was very a, cool a all right man peace Big 
So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at Rovview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon.